0: faster. <laughs> I'm a you still got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's your girl, Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are around, around the way, girls. girls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business, and explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a,
1: thing. a thing.
0: Yizzle! Oh, no. Cause Shanti's not here, you ruined the surprise. Now it's, you're here. Everybody knows.
1: <laughs> you want me to be broke couple friends? No, come no, on, then, come and then back. Do years old.
0: All right, speak up too. Speak up and wait. So, <laughs> you're so <sweet> to God. <laughs> all right, everybody. Hello. As you can hear, I'm. Can you get <throat> a friend? As you can hear, I'm feeling better. Shanti, unfortunately, not unfortunately, Shanti is doing great things in Philadelphia at Philadelphia's, what's that thing called? The Holiday Love Park Bazaar. I don't know. Christmas?
1: Doesn't sound like you.
0: It's the Christmas something.
1: Fully the Christmas. Christ-
0: I, I am, I am, but I don't know what it's officially called. But she is there holding down the Sable Collective. There's already been some around the way curls coming through and saying hello to her. And buying up the things and taking pictures and tagging us on Twitter. So, that's super dope. Uh, I went home. I was home. And I I didn't go to the actual space. But I did go to her studio and buy and support and spend up all my coins. And I will say, for the first time, Shanti gave me a discount, y'all. Because that bitch makes me pay full price. <laughs> so, I was hype boost. I think she felt sorry for me because my mom was sick. She was like, all right, I'll give you I get a couple of that was off, but she doesn't play that shit. So shout out to her. We're super duper duper proud of her. And then um, this podcast will shall I be recording on Sunday. I'm trying to get it out tomorrow on the 28th. You should sing more on your podcast. Shh, shh, shh. I didn't even I didn't even introduce you yet. Um Love <laughs> You get my... up. Um, we also have Shanti is coming up to New York. Uh, What day is that? December 3rd? And she will be at the Holiday Bazaar by She Did, Did That. Excuse me? You
1: just be sniffling on the mic like that?
0: You're ruining this. Seriously. I, my, I, I apologize. <laughs> she will be at the Holiday Bazaar. And this is hosted by our good friend Renee Blewett. Shout out to her. Shout out to She Did That. Um... Renee was on the podcast. Oh, no, we were on her podcast. I'm trying to get Renee on the podcast tomorrow, actually, so she can talk about all the incredible work that she does. I'm sure if you follow Around the Way Curls, you follow Renee Blewett. If you are not, you should be. And we will tag the information in the description below of this episode. But big shout out to her. Renee has dedicated her life to highlighting and supporting Black women business owners. She even has a movie about it on Netflix. She is an incredible being. Kind, generous. And honestly, just one of these women that walks into a space and you know that she's about her shit. And she's dynamic. She's She really is. She's incredible. So big shout out to Renee and big shout out to the Sable Collective that will be in the building. In addition to the Sable Collective, there's a bunch of other folks I don't, child, I ain't gonna read this whole list, but you can go on Renee's page and see all of the other businesses that will be highlighted there. And I will be there and I'm trying to get Jade of All Jades to come. So that is exciting. In other news, um, my mother is doing much better. Thank you so much for all the light and love. Um, yeah, hopefully she is on the mend. And... um Yeah, she she sounds like she is, so I really appreciate y'all. Y'all know how much I love my mama, so that's what's up. Um, In other news, for the first time, my sister and I um, handled Thanksgiving, and I think I need to bring her on here to talk about how awful it is. (laughs) That is a terrible tradition, Um, cooking all that food that eventually is going to go to waste because not everybody's eating it. It was delicious for the moment, but... The portions are too big. The food is too fattening. My stomach hurt. And I keep telling you I do not like Thanksgiving food. I just don't like it. Um, and then I had a Friendsgiving with the girls. With Shout out to Amanda, Jasmine, Shanti, and poor Kayla couldn't come. And all of the kids. And the kids gave us an F rating for our food, which was a shame. But <laughs> they were like, we don't like none of this. And oddly enough, I did not really help plan this out. And I looked up and realized the vegan made all the meat. Jasmine came through with a pot roast with wingdings, (laughs) vegan meatballs. She did make vegan meatballs, but she was in charge of all the meat, which was so stupid because she couldn't taste test any of it. It was good. It was fine. It was it was good. The kids were being haters, and they didn't like my brownies, which really pissed me off. But shout out to that. Shout out to Thanksgiving. I'm super grateful again this year. I'm feeling really good. Um, And I'm feeling really charged to take care of my body. I was looking at that food while I was making it, thinking this is not food that we should serve people we love. It's actually killing us. So um, I'm going to sit in that gratitude. And I'm super grateful today, he's been quiet now, that I scolded him. But if you follow me on the social of the medias, you know my good friend. Like my, you feel like family. You feel like an extension of me at this point deadass my good friend what should i call you because you so damn secretive the new black my friend the new black and if you follow me you know come on and get in the goddamn frame he trying to make a big grand entrance (laughs) okay now he's sitting so um i on this podcast welcome first of all hello
1: Okay. Thank you for having me on this. I've never been on a fancy.
0: <laughs> real fancy, right? Okay, like... No, this is actually a big deal because Black does not. When I tell you Black has an art studio that he does not leave, he goes to that studio and he will isolate for months, weeks, years, days at a time. And if you want to hang out with him, or if you want to see him, you have to pull up to the studio because he's not coming out to be amongst the people. He is very protective of his space, and that's that. So the fact that you are sharing space with me right now, and with the around the way curls community, means so much. I'm dead ass, but again, black. I, you're gonna introduce yourself because I don't even think I could. I want you to. I, I like I that. I don't I, like to define people. I can I, give some things, but let's black not do it. Anyway, black is the person that if you've seen any of my photos, he's taken them, basically. Any of the really nice ones. And then if you follow him, it's the new black underscore, right? With no vowels. Right?
1: Okay. You follow T-H-N-W-B-L-K. him.
0: T-H-N-W-B-L-K. Say that again slower, please.
1: T-H-N-W-B-L-K. Can you speak up? Because I can see your,
0: your volume is not working. You couldn't
1: even see. You weren't even looking at the volume. You're just lying. Are you please speak up? T-H-N-W-B-L-K. I have the mic very close. Thank you
0: um he is a brilliant multimedia artist I didn't I honestly didn't always know that um Jasmine is actually the person that introduced me to you to your work um she was sending images to the our like squad we got a squad group text and then we have a squad Instagram chat and she would send the images. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. And then I saw that you you and I knew many of the same folks, whether it was Renee for um Owned by Femme, um, Hello Gorgeous, like all these folks. Um and Tabrea, Tabria or
1: Tabrea.
0: Tabria. Tabria, sorry. And if y'all know y'all should know who Tabria is. Tabria is everywhere. If you a big girl and you buy clothes, Tabria's modeling them.
1: <laughs> she's a she's a dope soul.
0: She's a I want to meet a, her. I don't know why you haven't.
1: She's well, I, I I haven't spoken to her in quite a long time, but she's genuinely great people.
0: Who else? You have LaCat Is that how you say her name? Letitia. Letitia. I can't stand dyslexia. All right. Who else? And Nadia. I haven't shot Nadia. You haven't shot Nadia, mm-hmm. but that's in your circle. Anyway, yeah, um, just a bunch of dope. just a bunch of dope people um who i definitely admire and anyway so jasmine's sending his images i of course looked him up and then saw that you were also a visual artist in the sense of like using your hands whether it's painting whether it's sketching i do believe you sculpt even though i've not seen you sculpt you do right you do sculpt. Um, this, is, this is just this
1: is unsettling. Makes you we, can uncomfortable. Just, we can just talk. I can talk.
0: see it makes you uncomfortable. We can just talk but about. He's, he's, I just want people to know, he's also an incredible musician. And that was the aspect of him that I learned very late. And I was like, wait, what? And he's an in, like an incredible master drummer of a drum. I don't even know what it's called. I don't even understand how you play it. Some kind of Indian-ass drum, but it's amazing. <laughs> and I've seen him play, and I've seen him command a room of folks um, musically. That it's it was really just hot in here. It's okay, you'll be okay. You, he's not used to having people talk about him. But anyway, that that is how I came to know him, and then somehow we connected online, and you were like, "Yo, we should shoot." And I was super honored because I saw the people that you shoot, and I was just like, "Why?" And I will say this: when I went to meet Black. Um, the we did not shoot for the first six hours, right? We just sat there and talked. And he's also taking pictures of my girl, Mandy B now. And she says the same thing. Like if you shoot with him, it's going to be a therapy session. <laughs> You're, he's going to be like, what What if we took your makeup off? What if we um really stripped everything down? Like, how do you see yourself? You know, let me take these pictures of you, how I see you. And then you tell me what you see. And it's really like a lot of self discovery. But before I, I, I said a lot. But before before that, first of all, would you like to introduce yourself to the people? I absolutely, would not. You don't. I that, how y'all doing? Okay. So all right. So can I ask you? Let me just ask you. Let's let's settle down and settle in. Why do you take the images that you take? One. What are the images that you take? Let's define that. And what's the purpose behind it? Um,
1: I think that, that if, we're, if we're gonna be making images, if we're gonna make any kind of art, it should really represent our human experience.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I feel like we've, we've, don't look over there like I'm not, I'm in the mic. Okay. I feel like we, we've lost our way with, with the flood of technology and we're able to produce and reproduce things so rapidly and we consume them so rapidly. That we are like, we're watering it down. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather, I'd much rather make imagery that speaks to our human experience rather than just making a, a, something that's aesthetically pleasing for a moment. You can just pass by. Okay. The downside of it is that it looks kind of boring until you, you get into it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't I, think
2: I, it looks boring.
1: I think that you're more considerate the most, though. And I mean that in the, in the way that you consider your approach to how you speak to people, how you see people. I don't think everybody's that.
0: Okay. I appreciate it. I received that. Look at two awkward souls. What yeah. am mic today? Like, <laughs> can't take a compliment. So I'm going to, the main reason why I brought you on, because you were one of the first people, and we're not going to get into it just yet, but you were one of the first people that talked to me about the importance of time. Every time no. that we hung out together, or we shot, or we just gallivanted and like talked about life, you were all you always ended the night, or ended the afternoon, or the conversation with "Thank you so much for your time," and I noted that and, and was like, "Why does he?" It's so, it felt really formal to me, and it yeah. felt a little, um, what is it, like. It didn't feel as personal. I was like, all right, love you, see you, you know, like that kind of thing. It felt very formal. And I wondered, like, does he feel close with me? Why is he doing that? But then I saw that you did that with a bunch of other people. So we're going to talk about the importance of time um, today a little later, because especially everything that happened this past month with my mother, and I talked about it last week, where I was never more grateful for her and for the time that we shared. And so immediately I thought I have to, if he'll come on and talk to us about time and the value of it, and it's like the most valuable currency, we're gonna discuss that in a bit. But we do have some around the way curl voicemails that I have to get into. And so I need to play this, okay, y'all? And in the meantime, in between time, just so y'all know, Shanti will be back. She just has to get, she just gotta, she's a working lady, okay. But I need to get into this voicemail. This one in particular <laughs> which was tricky for me. And I'm going to play it. And I sent it to Shanti. I'm going to tell you what she said. But before we vibrate high, I need to get petty and vibrate low. <laughs> Real fast.
3: Hi, guys. This is Alasia. I only have a quick thing. Um, is this a note? Antoinette, you have um, good diction. Sometimes, really like strong diction, particularly when you do your P, you do a little, and it makes me audibly uncomfortable. And also, as in like any recording thing, it could just be a lot. It's just like listen, listen, listen. And then you'll do it like three times in a row. And I'm just like, uh. <laughs> I'm just, just being mindful of it because you really got it. Sometimes I realize I don't do a strong beat at all. So hearing such a, such a blaring one from you, it definitely catches my ear. But other than that, I'm loving everything you're doing. You too, Shanti. And, um, yeah. Stay. Get your vitamin D. Because you have a lot of fun out here these days. Bye.
1: Before you vibrate low, mm-hmm. I just want to say that if we're talking about time, you might not want to waste your time Ooh! vibrating low.
0: No, duality is a thing.
1: It is a thing.
0: All right. That's but, but... <laughs> Sorry. Duality is a motherfucking thing, and watch, I'm gonna watch, sa- watch your
1: peas. Watch your peas. Now, then, let me tell you, you may me-
0: need a pop guard. I apologize <laughs> <laughs> to Alasia for my peas. I'm so sorry that they were frustrating you, and I want to be polite and polish up in petty. the most human way it's possible. A, it's a petty. It is petty. And that call was petty, Alasia. It wasn't.
1: I have to let you know. It wasn't
0: petty. I think as an around... First of all, let me
1: finish. I'm
0: sorry. As a part of the around-away curl community, it does not mean you can get on here and just say any goddamn thing you want to say. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? I sent that to Shanti and the first thing she said, I was like, girl, I can't make this up. And she was just... She said, like, what the fuck? And then she was just like, I just... Look at Alexa talking. Alexa, power down. But she, Shanti was just like, you know what? We we should probably come back with all the alliteration. And then she was like, maybe it's automatopoeia. I can't remember. I'd never studied for my SATs. But then she went on to say she doesn't understand why people come for me and not her in this way. Because we all have our quirks and we all have our little idiosyncrasies. And I think it's brown skin privilege. I'm I'm sticking with that, and that's what she said. I, I'm just letting you know what Shati said. But I just need y'all. I need to understand why you would take. Because since we're talking about time, take and and I'm and I'm doing it now too. So maybe I should understand it. But you took time out of your day to call, and I'm not coming for you, Elijah. I'm really not. I'm really asking. Like you took time out of your day to call up here and leave a voicemail. <laughs> about how someone pronounces their peas.
1: You really. You're doing a lot. Because that's
0: how I pronounce them. How someone pronounces their peas. For a show, this this literally for free. It's literally a labor of love. Like it's an offering. Like I literally got on the mic last night and last week and cried about my mother for the last month. I have been talking about how stressed out I am, how I need a break, how I need this, how I need that. And then that, that was the thought. And I need us all to sit back before we, we have to have more discernment because if that would have caught me at a, at, at a like if that would have caught, and I'm not above criticism at all. That's not what I'm saying, but you have to be cognizant of, what's what your surroundings are like i'm literally talking about how i'm back and forth from the hospital rushing my mom to the hospital and the thought was to call up and to have a grievance about the way i pronounce my p like if th- that could have set me off and that to me that's not the kind of energy and the kind of community that we cultivate on around the way girls and that's not and i and i'm not coming for anybody i need to be more cognizant of it because we all have our little gripes, but at the end of the day, we have to be more discerning. That's all I have to say. And you gonna say I wasted my time? Here no, we go. No,
1: no, no. no. Uh, I think that we're, we we forget that we're extras in everybody's movie. You know what I mean? Like she, mm. she's coming for she's coming to this as a listener and somebody who's like you're you're providing probably something that's really profound for her um just insight and things like that there could be a number of reasons i'm choosing uh regularly and when i don't choose i feel it but i i got to set my intentions in the start of the day mm-hmm. <coughs> and at that point i'm able to deal with people in a totally different way like you said she might have caught you at a bad time and then i could have set you off but she she's she's so disconnected from you as a person Rather than a personality, she she doesn't know how you would have taken it, but it's not about you at that point. Like, she may have wanted to help and say, like, this is a pet peeve that I have, and if you just did this, it would be perfect. And that's a lot of. Like, and I probably
0: <coughs> could have heard it in the summertime. I've,
1: I've never heard your pee. Yeah, I've never heard You know, anything.
0: like, I think it was just the time. I'm literally like trying to work it's it
1: out. It's a little out. audacious, though. It's a little, there's a lot of audacity that goes along with. Being critical of 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 who we go to for these these things that we admire,
0: and and I honestly started to think about it in myself. Like, what <laughs> ways do I do that? Like th- the feedback that I provide on people who I, I, me and way to you say all the time. Ben Simmons. Fuck Ben Simmons. Oh, you see, shout out to Philly. That's just my loyalty. <laughs> no, but I hear you. You're right. You're absolutely right. Ashanti and I will say all the time on here, we don't know these people. Yeah. We don't know these people. And so, but yet we're charged with coming on because, you know, current events, pop culture, that those are like the topics that a lot of folks want to talk about. Politics even. I don't know these politicians. It doesn't even have to be somebody in pop culture. I don't know what's going on in their everyday life, but I'm providing feedback on it as the extra. And I and we have to. It's really hard to be thoughtful while you do that.
1: It's all a practice. It's all a practice. And and I'm I'm not number one. I'm not coming for you at all because you know my no, art. No, I'm in all the here for you. I know, but I can
0: I can hear it from you because you you hold me accountable.
1: Yeah, but also I hold me accountable. Like I was criticizing LeBron. He don't have no moves. You do that from your couch. You know what I mean? Like, if you have an opinion, put it into your work, and then. You you get a greater understanding. What do you
0: mean people. by that? If you have an opinion, put it into your work.
1: All right. So, Alaysia. Uh huh. Um, Sis, it, and and, <clears throat> and I'm not she's a part of you, the community. I'm not coming for you, but like I I I'm fully aware of how I hold other people, and then try to do a podcast, hear yourself on on like a recording, and then when you go back and you're like, oh, that's what I sound like, Child. and then. You have to deal with that, and you sit with that for a minute. Like, I won't listen to this. I can't. You not I can't listen to it. But you won't listen to this episode. You talking? Absolutely not. But I, I think that we get to this place where we start to really see what it takes, what what goes into effectively being critical of work, and then you. I had a I had a, a situation where I was thinking about how the church should feed more people, mm-hmm. and then. I was I was critical the church in general,
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: what I mean. And it was like, why there's so many homeless where, where I'm where I'm located. There's a, a myriad of homeless people. <clears throat> and then I was like, well, the church is within you, right? That's what they say. So go feed the people. And then you start to realize how difficult it is. How you may not have the resources for it, or the mm-hmm. the manpower. You don't have. You can't just talk to these people. Why you can't just move the, the screen over? Very strong, um, but. Then you start to get a, a greater understanding of of what you're critical of and then why LeBron don't got no moves. To to play at his level mm-hmm. for how twenty years, you may not need moves. You know what I mean? You you don't I don't know what it takes to win a championship. Right. So we all do that as fans, um or as um people who are connoisseurs of a thing. We wanna be a little discerning when we're when we're looking at it, but that can turn quickly into like criticism Mm -hmm. and for a lot of us we don't get a chance to see it but imagine imagine somebody criticizing you of something that you do every day you look at them you're like "Yo, you don't know what it takes to be me you have no idea so if I'm critical of something if I have a real opinion put it into your work like if I feel like yo why does it so and so have this or that you go get it you know what I mean what we're doing is our opinion basically uh, with the consideration of what we have means for or whatever but you can't you can't really understand why your peas come out like that until you've recorded however many episodes you've recorded and been on the mic and. they come and, out
0: like that because of theater <clears throat> that's why I'll say that I have a background in theater and so speech and yeah, diction but you
1: enunciate really well and so it might have been the mic it could be anything but if you were to record a podcast regu- a, a podcast <laughs> regularly you'd be like alright and then you learn, I gotta get this out. I can't be worried about silence in my P's or silence in the S's or whatever. Because you'll like
0: stay stuck and in your head. Yeah. We can talk about that yeah. too. I thank you for that. And again, I'm not I'm I don't want it to seem like I'm coming for anybody. This is something that I sat with. I sat with my own reaction to it. And then I sat with how I probably most likely do the same thing. And that I think putting it into your own work and your own art and your own practice is really important. And that, you summed it up. This it is, is,
1: But this is like phenomenal. I can't tell you how, like, you're, it's a Sunday mm-hmm. and you're recording after you came back from seeing your moms after all of the other things that you have to do after going to your job, after being stressed out. The, the least of your worries when you're doing this is like how to pronounce your piece. But when somebody's listening to it, it needs to be according to the standard of, this is what I need for my my listening quality. Yeah. And you don't know what goes into making that thing. And that comes from me being an artist and putting out work or me being a musician and somebody being critical. And you're like, how dare you?
0: Yeah. Like, how dare you? That's the initial thought always of like, yeah. how fucking dare yeah. you? Because it feels so personal. Yeah. It's like, yo, I got home last night at 3 a.m. and had to pack up my cart and walk it home and then prep for this podcast. Yeah. People
1: don't get it. I, I mean, and, and that's why you should. That's None why of us get it, you though. You can't. Because we don't get it don't with know. other
0: people either. We'll take the offense. Like, I can be offended and be like, ah, you know, that is the audacity. And yeah. then I'll turn around and yeah. do it to somebody else.
1: It's human nature, though. It's Because it's very tough to sit in this sack of flesh and and really improve on this thing. It's way easier to look out and supervise everybody. I'm like, yeah. oh, you should be like this. You should Because it makes us feel good. I know what's best.
0: All right, well. I'm. I'll be curious to know what you say about this next one because I know your personal opinions on this. So we have oh. also.
1: I, like I'm, I'm real cool on this podcast, but you know, like I'm a Negro. I road <laughs> Sorry. No, I can road rage. I could be like I've been through it. Yeah. So. You have duality to you. Everything has duality. <laughs> Balance is everything.
0: Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see. But let's don't. But don't. <laughs> let's see.
4: Peace. This is uh brother Mar, brother Jamar here. Um. I just want to say first and foremost congrats Shanti and the Sable Collective. As always, I hope, you know, in your your Christmas, um is it Christmas or is it Thanksgiving project that you're doing? I just hope it does well. Uh internet As always I wish you uh I just wish you well in everything that you do. But I got two bones to pick with you. Specifically, Internet. First, I'll I'll try and keep this brief. Uh first is about Nas, actually. Um, I do kind of agree with what Shanti was saying that in terms of the young people, he might not be quote unquote relevant, but that's just because they don't know. They don't understand kind of what's going on with him. Nas is almost 50. Hip hop is turning 50 this year or next year. So in our culture, we've never really seen any of the older acts transition more gracefully. Usually about 28 or 29 they were pushed away. So when Nas, Nas, Method Man, uh, to a lesser extent in my view, Ghostface, of course, Jay-Z, they represent that putting the elders um, in a place of reference and respect, you know, understanding what they did for the culture there. You can be twenty, thirty years in and still have some type of impact to the culture, not just through music, but through business ventures. Like that's kind of what's going on with Nas. Like he's on an incredible run. So to say that he's not relevant just means that you just don't know. Um also Sidebar is a rap nerd. Like Nas got about six classic albums. It's not just one album. That's that's something that was a media-driven campaign that's been proven wrong in the past. So, you know, that's the first moment. It's like, hey, it is not. He's not streaming out of this world like NBA Young Boys, but he is putting up numbers. He is doing other things like documentaries. He does have venture capitalism, uh, not, not venture, like venture capitalist stuff that he's doing in business that makes him relevant in a space to say, hey, listen, Treat this seriously, and when you're 20, 30 years in, you can be recognized as one of the greats of living, walking legends. Our culture needs to get on that and stop with the old man stuff out. No one ever says anything about the Beatles and Rolling Stones, you know, in their culture. They're, They're viewed as icons. Second bone to pick, Hakeem Jeffries and Nancy Pelosi. They're both horrible people. Peace, Brother Jamal here. I never thought I would be that guy to get cut off. Anyway, I'm going to make this really, really brief. Um, Nancy Pelosi, Hakeem Jeffries, they are both terrible people in terms of policy. I don't know them as people. I wish them well. You know, my grandma's in her 90s. Nancy Pelosi ain't too far behind. I wish her all the health in the world. However, she is responsible for either tactically or overtly blocking progressive policies that will benefit us. And Hakeem Jeffries, is her hair apparent, apparent is one of the same. He's not progressive. Liberal in Washington, D.C., actually just means either corporate or moderate. Nancy Pelosi, yeah, she raised all this money like you mentioned, but who did she raise the money from? Corporations. Money and politics, which is the root of Pretty much all our ills right now. Nancy Pelosi is also responsible for blocking legislation that would um, stop Congress people from buying and owning stock. She, you know, she she's made tons and tons of money off of decisions that she had prior knowledge to, and it's legal in a way. So I just, you know, that's my bone to pick. It's like let's. Let's audit these people and really put them in, in position. She's not a wonderful person. As a matter of fact, most of her legislation is, is not noteworthy at all. And Hakeem Jeffries, he's a black man. I don't want to decry any black man like, more power to you, but less power to you. You know, we need someone that's actually going to do some progressive stuff, not corporations. He's four corporations. I, I need you to understand that. He is part of the corporate wing of the Democratic Party. Media will never say it, but it is what it is. And I know you're very smart. You're going to do your own research. So, again, peace of love to you guys all. Um, looking forward to seeing more episodes, watching more episodes. Get your rest. Oh, by the way, uh, I, admit, uh, I wish your mom well. That's what I meant to say the first I you know split my mind and um yeah again peace and love one
0: i appreciate him quite a bit fuck with brother what's his name jamal jamar i couldn't hear uh, it
1: you that's racist i don't know what you no because the, <laughs> his name
0: no because what's his name the transcript right said jamal but i thought i heard jamar anyway i think you need to handle the nice thing because i
1: the, won't because we just oh! <laughs> I
0: I need y'all to know how much he can't That's
1: not true. That's not true.
0: true. You think Nas is so overrated. And that's why it's funny. When he he said he has six classic albums, you damn near fell out your chair. Name the classic albums.
1: All right. So in the the, uh, spirit of putting my opinion into my work, I will not (laughs) slander Nas, the the god, the legend on the Around the Way Curls podcast. But if I'm... if I'm hitting the yang to the yin.
0: Yeah, there you go. Low vibrations, King. No, no, no. no. no we'll, <laughs> we'll
1: talk about what's inspiring us uh, as a community and what's inspiring the culture. Apparently, we're not streaming Nas. Apparently. I'm not. If we wanted to lean towards that way, then we would. But, but I heard but King's, Degeez, Kings Disease 8, whatever number he's up to now, <laughs> I heard it's phenomenal. I've seen very, very many YouTubers say that.
0: All right, you wasting my time. Listen. All
1: right, lyrically though, like I've had this argument. They're like he's a storyteller. People are argue with me that he's better than Jay Z. No.
0: Um,
1: I think that in my in my personal opinion, that we have to the way that I operate is that I'm really a connoisseur of things, and then I have tastes, and they they become a little bit nuanced and and very. Um, I hold them like up here, and then for me, my skill has to meet, has to fill that gap. So when I hear Nas, though, I'm, I'm listening to people who are even battle rappers who are so profound and prolific, that big word that we were talking about, like in the way that they manipulate the English language and they're able to convey a message and use double and triple entendre, Jay-Z, who's just added a, a different way of, of communicating through music. Nas is a storyteller, I hear. I get it, but it's not on the same level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And and we have to, if we're talking subjectively, I'm not. Uh, they they told me it was the beats or whatever it is like that. All right, cool. But I, I had battle rappers rhyme with no beat, and I'm. So I I'm not putting them up there with that. If we're talking about classic albums, what determines what a classic is?
0: I don't think Nas has six classic albums. Was the
1: last I could time? Calling. Like, tell us when the last time you put on the Nas on purpose. When you on purpose listen to Nas. Not because it was a new joint, but on purpose. You're like, yo, you know what I want to hear? Nas. And I'm not mad at them. Hip hop heads, they will do it, but.
0: Yeah. Which and isn't I, saying much because the stuff that we do stream. I just don't think he has six classic albums. I don't remember saying that he, was, he wasn't relevant.
1: No, nah, I think that's probably, what the dude said I he's irrelevant. Just... What's his name? Um, 21?
0: Twenty One Savage, he said he's irrelevant. I don't even know who that is. and all like that's, I know who it is, but I don't dude really know who who
1: was, it was dating Drake on the last
0: album. All right, I liked. I believe said. it or not, I liked the Nas album. What was the one? Life is good. I actually like that. That was the. I like that.
1: It was written. And it was
0: written. Illmatic. Illmatic. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's it. But shout out to Nas. Like,
1: no, Nas is. You can't, Nas is a legend, period.
0: Yes. I, I didn't mean legend. that he was trash. That's not what I meant.
1: I think that it's unfair for me to be critical of Nas in that regard because as we were just talking about, he is a legend and what he does is phenomenal. Now, we're not talking about his other ventures.
0: I don't get excited about a new Nas project the way I get excited about a new Jay project. Nas but is, holding people to the standard of Jay is not fair.
1: and and, and, and it's not realistic. And Jay is in a class by himself, but Nas is also legendary, and and that's what.
0: Yeah, I would have reverence for him.
1: If he's Nas. Into this he's
0: space, Nas. I, said, I oh, could never.
1: That being said, I don't think that anybody can do what Nas has done.
0: Okay, so let's move on to Nancy Pelosi and Hakeem Jeffries. Heard you.
1: Also, I'm a Nas fan. You're not a Nas fan, but, but I'm. I, not- I'm a- Oh, I don't want to
0: expose you because you you're, you're elevating... You're vibrating high right now. But the things that you have said to me about Nas, it's terrible.
1: That's a lie. Don't <laughs> Nas, if you're watching...
0: Nancy Pelosi and Hakeem Jeffries heard you. They, When I say progressive, what I mean is... That, no, they're not Bernie Sanders by any means. They're not AOC. And they're not anti-establishment by any means. I just mean... I guess we have to define what progressive is. I've looked up the way Hakeem Jeffries has voted on certain policies and I'm aligned with them. He's voted that, you know, folks, at least in the New York side, folks should not need government IDs in order to be able to get jobs. Like, he's, you know, he's voted against sending folks back across the border if they don't have X, Y, and Z. Like, he... His, po- I understand he's establishment, okay? And he has that quote where he's like, the extreme left is obsessed with talking trash about mainstream Democrats on Twitter when the majority of the electorate um, constitute mainstream Democrats at the polls. Basically saying the extreme left is talking about all this shit about Democrats, but the majority of Democrats in this country are actually moderates. They're not progressive. So he's saying you can be all anti-establishment, that's fine, but you're not going to get shit done within the confines of what the government is and how it actually runs. I have to disagree with you around Nancy Pelosi not being instrumental in any instrumental policy or bills because she was instrumental in Obamacare. She was the person that pushed that through and he credits her for that. She's also, half of the bills that have been pushed through that we can be in favor of. She's she's ushered that through with a very slim majority. They're both establishment, completely understand. So I'm not going to criticize Nancy Pelosi or Hakeem Jeffries for working within the, the confines of what the government is. The government is corporate dollars. The government it like that's what it is. So in order they're working within that system to try to put policies forth in my humble opinion, that do benefit us. Now, are they going the, the length in which we want to see if folks who are anti-establishment or folks who see that corporate dollars within politics is a problem? No, because they're working within that, <laughs> that actual like establishment, and they have to.
1: That's, that's putting your opinion into your work. If you ever had to manage more than 10, 15, 20 people, you start to see very quickly like... It's all
0: politics. It's all politics. It's all p- and push and pull. It's all... You have... What? Yeah,
1: you can't... You, it's it, it's especially unbelievable. Especially in politics. Oh, my especially God. Especially in politics. I'm just You have like, to
0: feed everybody. Yeah. Everybody has to eat. You have to manage everybody. The way that Nancy Pelosi even handled... And I, I'm not saying that I'm pro-establishment at all but I can rest- I, because I'm thinking about all of the shit she had to navigate especially as the first woman speaker of anything at her age at, and, and then she got into politics dumb late even though her father was a politician she was a fucking homemaker and came on the scene and was like now, like what I'm saying about her is you might think she's a terrible person or an awful person because she's worked within this establishment what I'm saying is she is a historical figure she is 80-plus years old and still not resting. Yeah,
1: I don't think people get what it takes to really, like, I, I don't think people really understand what it takes to make any of these decisions that are going to affect more than just yourself. What what we do here affects the globe. Yeah, yeah. The globe. I forget who I was talking to. Was it you when you were saying that Friends Abroad were, like, yes. very... In, They were
0: very invested. Friends abroad were very invested in the midterm elections, and they were like, "U.S., we're counting on you." They were worried that the Republicans were going to win both the House and the Senate. That's how, and because we're not engaged as much, Mm -hmm. we kind of just, for the most part, I I know I'm just now getting super politically charged that we just let these people make these decisions on our behalf. We're not activated. You know, and so to hear people in Ghana, to hear people in London, to hear people all over hitting us up like we're watching, too, because they know that there's a like it's not even a trickle down effect. It's directly impacting them and and to navigate that as a human being within a flawed system and to do your best, which I believe unless there's some information that I don't have and I'm open to that. I do believe that Nancy Pelosi has tried to do, and we're we've all failed at times. We've all, I'm sure, every politician has voted against an interest or two of mine that pisses you me have off. To, though
1: you have, like, okay, the, we 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 have these ideals that until you're pressed, you, they're not real.
0: Mm-hmm. They're
1: not real. Um, I don't think I could ever be a politician because you don't. It, it, it's extremely frustrating. You you. You decide you want to push a policy through, and then they're like, all right, I'll vote for it, but it's like being in the street where it's like, yo, you shake somebody's hand when you go to let go, they're like, but you know, yeah. you're in pocket now. Obama had to do it. Everybody has to do it. There's no way you're going to, and, and so then you think, what's the greater good? And I think that we all sit, again, we sit at home, and we think we get it, and we don't, and then our interests become the most important thing to us, and that's how we vote.
0: Like, What and has AOC done? Besides fire us up and get us act which is a lot, but it's what has lot. she what been able to push through? Can you push through exactly within those confines? And I—that's not a criticism of her. No, no, no. That's I literally a criticism of the establishment. And but,
1: but how do you how do you rectify that? Like I think that people don't get it. If if, if this is a, an experiment democracy, it's only a couple hundred years old. It's not a everything else was was relying on the nobility of people who are in charge and their righteousness, but this is is an experiment. And then if you don't educate the people, then you have a lot of people with a vote on something that you don't know how this is gonna turn out. You don't even know the historical uh, weight of what you're saying and what you're doing. And so you have a bunch of people now who have their own personal ideas about the way the world should work without any information about what has been what it could be. They don't know how to strategically plan anything through. So, democracy is, is coming along, but it's a very new experiment. Yeah, and, and I think that we also we get to this place where we again, we're ideal. We're, our, our ideals are really up here, but like I was talking to friends and I, in, in the conversation, I was like, you guys think you wouldn't be Nazis. You think you would. But if somebody got a gun to your family's head, not even to your head and they're like, yo, I'm, I'm going to kill your entire family or you get down. You get down. You know what I mean. Like it, it. I've seen it happen just recently. I've seen how they treated us with. I don't know if you could say what happened in the last couple of years with this shot or whatever. We, with the shot, With the vaccine. Oh, with the vaccine. We fold very quickly. All it takes is for them to threaten a little bit of us. And you mean like them threatening? You just won't have a work. job. Yeah, you won't have a job, and that's not. That's not taking your family away or killing anybody. That's just genuinely. It's your livelihood, though. It is your life. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah an important thing, but I'm saying we fold.
0: You're saying um, when faced with hard we, we, decisions.
1: Yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna make those the the ideal decision every time. We're gonna weigh our realities and, and it changes the way we address everything. So imagine being um presented with these ideas that it's like, all right, do you want Obamacare? I right, so cool, you gotta let Monsanto go over here and, and destroy mm-hmm. the earth a little bit. What's more important to you? You're trying to fix something at the time. And I think that's how they handled their COVID thing. They were like, we got to figure out how to get the economy back rolling or whatever. we got to figure something out. Anyway, I, I, have, I have a whole bunch of opinions on that. But we can't be idealists and then also think that that's reality. That's not reality. I don't know. I, I can't tell you what it's like to be in Nancy Pelosi's shoes. But I do know a lot of hardcore conservative Republicans. I know a lot of uh, liberal left-wingers. And there's, there's, they stand on these principles, and they're not going to budge Idealistically, but maybe if you give them a little bit of this and they get a little bit of that, they'll do it. So you have to make agreements and, and, uh, especially when the
0: majority of the country is more moderate. Because we live in these bubbles. We live in in these New
1: York, Cali. It's not a real, it's not a real representation of America.
0: Speaking of the bubbles, I just want to say, Hakeem Jeffries, uh, just to roll off some of the things, I wish I I did have the, um, I lost it. I did have notes on all of the ways that he's voted on certain, on certain. I can't find it on certain issues. I, I had it on my computer. Like, of course, is pro-choice, you know, all that jazz. That's simple. But one of the things that got him in the limelight was his proposed vacant luxury apartment kind of yeah. um, work where he was basically saying we should turn all of that into affordable housing in Brooklyn, which is near and dear to my motherfucking heart. And now people are bringing it up and they're... They're revisiting his idea that pretty much got him elected and got him pushed in the forefront and saying, oh, because of COVID and people working from home, we should do that with these vacant office spaces. And so now that's being revitalized and he's helping with that work. He was vehemently against stop and frisk and had a lot to do with ending that here. He's played a leading role in winning um, uh, in winning passage, the, the First Step Act. He was an attorney before yeah, he was an attorney Um, in uh, 2018. that was the law that reduced sentences for drug crimes. So he also is one of the seven house managers who served as the prosecutor um, for the Senate impeachment of President Trump, which not so, but so many people. Why are you what, coming for my boy? Don't, Trump? don't, I don't play like that on this podcast. I swear to God, you're he has voting. this fucking running joke that he likes. I'm Trump asking, you're face. not voting for Trump? Sierra, I'll end the episode. (laughs) I'm so serious. I'm dead serious. But I'm just saying that, like, I don't know. Call back. I don't want to spend a whole bunch more time on this. Call back if you... Or send me me some information, brother. But I appreciate your call. I appreciate all the calls. And I appreciate you expounding on the things. You see how that one word fucked me up? I couldn't find another one, child. I said expounding on... It is, right? Oh, but
1: after you said it, you mean you couldn't... I, could, I you couldn't follow up with something.
0: Yeah, I couldn't. All right, let's take a break and then we're going to come back we're talking about the importance of time and what that, what that means in terms of currency, in terms of value. Why you... If you're willing to share how you started to value time in that way, because I'm not sure that it was always the case, but if you are willing to ex, expound... Yeah. On that. that would be really great because this guy has a really interesting story. So after these, oh, I'm going to do my best Shanti. After these messages, we'll be right back. Boop.
2: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
3: As you practice each skill,
4: the muscle memory starts to develop.
2: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
0: And we are back. So, King, King Black, would you like to talk? Okay. Um, (laughs) Time. No dead ass, all right, because we played too much. Okay, no, Let's talk about time, the importance of time. How did you arrive there? Did something happen in your life? Was there a pivotal moment? I'm trying to get them to talk about it.
1: You set up. Um, I've always kind of like, you understand time, but um, when you put your opinion into your work, into your life, into your actions, uh, it changes. So I think a lot of people don't know how to... Are you checking my my levels? I really wasn't. Um, If... Back in 2018, I was on my way from my studio home and I was on a electric skateboard and I woke up under a car.
0: What do you mean by that?
1: It hit me. I, that was the last thing I remember. I was riding. Um, it was in Queens and the roads are kind of like, but I woke up under a car. It freaked me out. The car was know. on top of you. Yeah, You're pinned. It, it dragged me um, about a block. Um, it was it was weird because it was a surreal moment where you I was pinned under the car but I was awake. When when I woke up, I, w- I was there and I realized like I know what this is, but in that moment you get really everything. gets really quiet, and you start to acknowledge the things that are that are important because you, you're starting to renegotiate your lease on life, and you're like, all right, if I could get up out of here. <clears throat> These are the things that I find are really important. And um, you want to see your family again. Um, everything that's superficial fades away. You don't think about any of it. You're not thinking about your bills or anything like that. I'm not that superficial, in but in the in the grand scheme of things, we do all those things so we can live our lives anyway. And um, yeah, you 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 start to realize that you can be out of here just like that you don't even know it you you just wake up dead one day and so I was, I was i was bugged out because in that moment um i remember i remember thinking like i don't have anything to i don't have no bargaining chips what do
0: you mean by like, that like what do
1: you what do you negotiate with
0: with god with the universe
1: yeah you know what i mean so you start to you start to become really aware that you gotta find your purpose you gotta like really sit in that and be in in like you have to be attentive and have intent you have to really like try to figure out how to convey whatever it is that you're here for but it it gets really it's it's kind of sad because it's like um there there are rituals that when you go to certain rivers and holy places um that you take some of the water but you offer it back Mm -hmm. and you offer it back with intent yeah and I feel like you know when you when you negotiate and you're like all right if you let me get up out this situation I'll
0: do x y and z I'll be better better at what I'll live my purpose live my purpose yeah yeah. yeah. and and you start to realize I won't take anything for granted Mm
1: -hmm. and and so time is a is a really interesting thing that um it expands. It contracts. It it does what it wants to do. It treats you, but it it runs through us in a in a very uh, subtle and profound way. So, if you're having a good time, you can you can recount everything that happened. It'll it'll be amazing. And if you spend a whole day with somebody or something that is really um, enjoyable, it feels like. No time has passed, but you can remember so much from it. So you do know that somehow time existed in that space, and it, and and. But in in the time, it feels like no time has passed. You just and adversely, if you are having a horrible time, if you're stuck under a car, it feels like an eternity. Yeah, you're like, what is going on? <clears throat> um, but somehow, when when like you you look back, it's just like a blink of an eye. I was thinking about that, like I was online for something I was like this is taking a long time but all of the stuff that happens in that time is kind of irrelevant I couldn't tell you all the things I did while waiting
0: you mean on like in a line in a line not online no not online but in a
1: line I was okay. on it.
0: no no because no, when I no I hear online you know what's funny I hear online and I immediately thought Google and then you kept talking and I was like oh he means
1: like, I had this conversation I was online. about the name job but I was having this conversation with some some people I'm I'm like no, I'm famous wanna... adjacent to you Stop, yeah, you're I famous and I'm adjacent. No, but defla- I don't want somebody to said that, knock this off like, course. So I was
0: standing online
1: or in a line, whatever you want to call sense. it. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And I was just waiting and and you can't, I couldn't remember anything later on. just felt like it had been a long time, but, and that time was irrelevant. Mm. And then you start to look at your time at a job and you're like, I can't believe I've been here for so and so many years. And it feels like a really long time that you're there. Um, if you don't like your job, it just feels like an eternity, and it feels like. But the memories aren't there, and that's what I think is interesting about time. That if we really are present, and we're usually present when it's enjoyable, when it's pleasurable, or when we're in, intent, you can get a, a better feeling of what time is you you realize that every moment has its uniqueness and you can be present and that's a, a little bit of why I love photography it's a, it's an interesting thing you're capturing a 125th of a second mm-hmm. and you look at it and that's never going to be the same thing again but it should tell the story that you're um that you're building at that moment in time it should it should be reflective of that, and it can mean something to you specifically. It doesn't have to mean anything to everybody else, but for you specifically it should it should be profound mm-hmm. so after I get up out the car uh I'm from under the car
0: you got up or like- he
1: backed off of me, and um I didn't know if my head was was like under a wheel or anything and um I got up, and he was freaking out he was like yo you can't move, you can't move." Long story short, I was. I, I got up. I called. Um, I think I called nine. He called nine one one. They came, um, and they were like, "How are you walking around? Right. Broken ribs and my face was all beat up, and my body was all beat up." And um.
0: And before this, do you feel like you were spending your time a certain way? Not you were a different person. Not this, a- is po- this is this is B A before internet. <laughs> Funny. That was funny. So it was. I didn't know you at this time, right? And this is like you were flashy black.
1: Whoa. You were hold like on, Tom
0: Ford. He I've hold seen on, the on, pictures, hold on, hold on, y'all. He I was wasn't
1: flashy. Flashy.
0: He had Tom Ford. He has in his studio, he has a whole bunch of like just Ziploc bags full of the most expensive, fancy sunglasses. He's got Balenciaga throws and like all kinds of I don't have Balenciaga stuff.
1: anything. What is because the, pr- the child um, thing? Oh, yeah, I don't
0: okay, like that. I don't, I do was not, that Balenciaga? It was Burberry, Burberry. Burberry, if it were. No, it was orange. What's the orange thing? It's Burberry? Wow. Anyway,
1: that's not the point you're, you're veering but, off, right, you're off track.
0: But I'm saying you spent your time differently before sure. this, right? Yeah, because
1: okay. even though you're you have a, an idea about how time works, it's not clear to you. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of times you're not faced with the reality of like the impermanence of our situation or the impermanence of um this entire situation, everybody. And we get so caught up in things that have no real meaning. Even the intrinsic meaning that that like for us that we think they have, if you kind of walk it through, they don't have it. Are you yawning? Am I boring? No, I'm you? listening. Am I boring you?
0: No, I I got I, home late.
1: Go ahead. Um, no, I'm just playing, but I I don't think that we, I I got I don't I don't know if anybody really gets it, but um, yeah, pain was important.
0: I wanted you to talk about that because you're not someone when you talk about time and you were talking about I most of the time we're present when we're when the when we're having a good time when it's pleasurable when we're happy yeah but i find <laughs> you to be very pleasant, present when things are not pleasurable when yeah. you have discomfort when and shanti talks about that a lot i need to sit in my discomfort
1: it's her favorite yeah, thing to I think- say there's a poem by you don't this guy shy away years. from pain. Yeah. No, well, there's a poem that says, don't surrender your grief so quickly. Let it uh, ferment and season you as few human or even celestial ingredients can.
2: Say that again.
1: Um, don't <laughs> surrender your grief so Lower. easily. Let it ferment and season you as very few human or celestial ingredients can. It's a dope poem. It, it goes on. It's it's more about about the idea of what you gonna say. Oh, I'm oh. um, it's more about the idea of of recognizing recognizing how intense life can be, and then how that builds character. Mm-hmm. And pain was it's a good friend. Like we we forget that the reason why we have pain is so that it triggers um, something in us that lets us know this needs attention now. So if you stub your toe, your body's like, yo, take care of this now. You don't want this to develop into something worse. Or if you get cut, your body's like, you need to cauterize this or whatever. You need to figure out how to take care of this now. Otherwise, it can manifest into something greater. And it can be compounded. It can be an issue. And I think that when we don't have pain, we're unable to to really feel uh, our reality. And that's why I think a lot of people, all jokes aside, I think that, People don't realize that there are people like um, Trump or other celebrities that we can't, we don't feel like they get our lives because they've never had this pain. They've never had the emotional distress or the, the the trauma that comes historically, or genetically, or whatever. There's a genetic trauma that happens to us. And I was watching something that was saying also, if that can be passed on genetically, then what about the other, the idea of being an oppressor? That can be passed on genetically. Mm. But anyway, the pain is interesting because we don't, we don't, we want to get away from it as soon as possible. But that's not really understanding what it's there for. And so a lot of the time, like my hand was messed up. There was a hole in my hand. I didn't think I was ever going to be able to use it again. But until you have that profound experience, you don't respect it. You just don't. Until you're faced with losing a friend or something like that or, or a loved one, you can take your relationships for granted. You yeah. can just be kind of like, it, it's superficial, it's on the surface, and then confronted with the idea or the prospect of never seeing them again. You're like, oh, okay. And if it's just a thought, you can you can get by it. But if it's not, if it becomes more serious and you really get to a point where you may never see them again, it changes. You know what I mean? And so then you 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 treat it differently. And I think that's, the pain was really helpful in that way because I didn't think I was going to be able to use my hand again. I drum with the hand. I play keys with this hand. I, I draw. I I. This is the hand that I shoot with. It's, it's a really, the hand is an amazing organ. Like you can use it for so many things. If, you, if you're deaf, you use it to communicate with sign language. If you're blind, you can use it to touch and feel. You use your hands for so much and you don't realize how important they are until it's like, all right, well, if I don't have a hand, then how do I?
3: How do I?
1: So that was important and I think that going through it you start to realize that all right so I've wasted a lot of time up until this point and you can get caught up in that but that's that's never a good thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you kind of have to get how do
0: you not get caught up in that oh I've wasted time I have regrets
1: well the past only exists now and the present only exists now and the future only exists now like explain that like you you can't put your finger on the past you can't like I can tell you I had the accident but that's not a real thing the only real thing is the residual effects from it like I I still have pain from it I still have the memory of it but that's not something that's currently happening now so we're dragging our pasts around in a way that can affect who we are but we only really have what we're doing now so the past doesn't exist it even if it happened um the only thing that exists is now. If you have a dream, it can be so visit, vivid that it makes you think that it's... It's, re- it's now. Yeah, it's right. So that's how they can hypnotize people. You can do all these things. So the past is existing only in our present state of mind, our consciousness. And in that, you start to really focus on how do I, how do I u- utilize this understanding to act now? So you have to be really present and, and know that, I'm preparing for a future I'm utilizing the things that I know and I've learned from the past but I only I can only really act now. And so you don't get caught up in it. If you allow it to like stagnate you and scare you into like not doing, that's not utilizing your present. It's really uh what are we doing? Oh. It's really uh it, it's really a meditation that we have to really focus on all the time in the present. So I feel like i got i got to the point where it was you get scared and you can you can have heavy trauma behind that um driving in 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 traffic and i see somebody skateboarding and i'm just like oh you might want to move or but i you just put it into your now so then you start to utilize all that you have in your present moment very effectively
0: let's can you talk more about that how what are the what are the ways in which you practice being present, because we talk about that like, you just have to be present. But that is difficult for a lot of people. It's difficult for me. Um, You've helped me a lot with it, but I, I, look, I'm looking at work. I, I, I find it to be difficult to stay completely in the now and then to, I don't know what tools besides breath work, um, to tap into in order to be in the now.
1: Well, part of part of what happens to us is just there are distractions, and if you if we're distracted, um, especially by phones, you can't be present. What are we looking at? Yes.
0: No, I'm belching. Um, You're killing me. Come on.
1: Because you be. You,
0: I know because I'm trying to navigate the mic. Um, these
1: these nice mics. He's a nice mic. All right,
0: everybody. Black is, he, I'm trying to convince him to let me buy these mics off of him, but he brought some new podcast mics for us to use, and they're very nice. Thank you.
1: All right, I just want to make sure we got that in there. Um, it, there's, there's something to be said about a, being a disembodied person, and that's how we're acting. If we're not present, we're almost disembodied, and that's what happens with our phones. You get to this place where you're, you're living in a fantasy world. Mm. We're living in this place where number one, these are just suggestions from a bunch of people if we're getting emails or texts or whatever. Like the first thing you do is you wake up and you allow them to influence your intentions and your behavior. And then you're not really operating with free will, you're operating with free influence will. And the other thing is that we're living vicariously through one in, one another. Where are you? And what's going on here and your parties and these pictures and everything looks so nice and it's it's gone beyond appreciating or inspiring we're we're looking at this like this is a rea- reality i'd like to enjoy but you're still present here and if you're present here um physically but mentally you're somewhere else it's frustrating that's how they describe like ghosts and stuff they're frustrated because they're disembodied they're not in their body and they're just floating around they're being they're stressed oh, wow. out they're like what the hell and and so i feel like we're doing a lot of that we're doing a lot of like being um, distracted and being in these other places that we're not physically there. And it's, it's um, I mean, we're all part of it. It's a huge capitalist marketing ploy where we want everybody to buy into our ideas and things like that.
0: But it's also, speaking of capitalists, because we love to talk about capitalism, it's also I pride myself in being able to multitask. I pride myself in having my personal computer, my work computer, my second screen, my home, and I'm doing something different on each one of them simultaneously. Meaning, I am not fully present or engaged or in anything that I'm doing. I'm literally just
1: so the funny. ghost. The a ghost
0: a, face killer.
1: Which is, he's a great, great man. <laughs> great man. Um, but I, I, there, I was listening to a lecture about consciousness and they were saying there's types of consciousness there's spotlight and then there's floodlight and most of us focus on this spotlight consciousness where we're if you're focused on one thing then everything else is like the floodlight consciousness where you're aware of it but unless you go into a really deep subconscious you can't tell what it was so I can walk into a room and the thing that I'm focused on is that thing everything else fades into the background I couldn't tell you what this person had on or whatever it is like that and that's I think that what happens is when you start you take away that focus then you just have everything where you're not you're you you're, you're kind of not aware but you are aware. And so these things seep into our our consciousness and I think that that's how they use music to manipulate us. Um how a lot of marketing techniques are they just they kind of let things seep into our consciousness so we know them but we're not fully aware. But when we're trying to be in, intentional multitasking is is Horrible, uh, like we Killing we us. yeah we pride ourselves on it, but that's not you're not giving your attention to something, and and then what are you doing it for? I mean, I'm giving you a, a, a half assed attempt at anything that I'm doing. That's that's kind of like I I don't like it when I'm around people and um we're not focused. It it's yeah, not yeah you'll
0: a... you'll be like even. <laughs> If I'm on the phone with you and you think I'm doing something else, you'd be like, "All right, I'll talk to you later." And I'm like, "No, yeah, no." Because if I'm in front of him, y'all, and he thinks that I'm not fully engaged, he will get up and get his sketch pad out
1: and start doodles, his doodles. No, I mean, but <laughs> but why? Like, why are we accepting this half-assed I attempt? Hear at, you. you know I what hear I mean? You. And I'm yeah. not, I'm not coming for anybody. I'm because I'm, I'm a victim of it too, but. I mean, just think about how no, crazy that is. No, you're fully
0: engaged. When you're doing something, yeah. you're there. It,
1: it's crazy. In a way, like,
0: we, that's, I feel like that's also... I know the joke is that you don't like people and you don't want to be bothered with people. But that's partly why I think your phone is on do not disturb always, all times.
1: Yeah. It's that, That's very distracting, just to be always alerted to something. It's mm-hmm. You can't focus... It's it's a horrible thing. It's as if you were being constantly interrupted while you're speaking.
0: So let me ask you, how do you navigate... No, like, I'm sorry. You no, know, just play it. You I didn't. You- no, you didn't.
1: I was finished. I, was um,
0: I apologize. Um, how do you navigate those boundaries with people? Because in this day and age, like I said, on the resume, you got to be able to multitask. In friendships, in relationships, in fatherhood, Right. You're supposed to be available to folks. Well, and it's instant gratification, baby. When I call, you come.
1: People, people want you to multitask until they want your attention. Then they want you to be fully present. So we, oh. we pretend that we want that from somebody, but that's never the case. There's never a point in time when you're like, I would prefer this person who gives me half of their attention. In any, any circumstance I've ever been in. Your job doesn't want it. Yeah, if you tell your job I'm also doing this other thing, they're like, Well, how are you gonna manage? Mm. You need enough sleep and rest so you can we can suck the blood all the way out of you when you're here. They don't really they want you to multitask when you're there because they want to get as much out of you as possible. But there's no way in hell that they're gonna act as though that your full attention isn't what they really want when it's time. So you I, I feel like the way I navigate it is that when I'm there, I'm there. If I'm not there you can't expect me to to be present. I can't. I can't. It's very it's very difficult for us to be in two places at once. We do, we don't have. We're not capable of that. But even when we try it, it's a shitty attempt. It's no good. It's no. So there, I I I lend my energy to to the places that I'm fully present when I'm doing music, when I'm making art, um, but also if I'm at my my workspace, I realize that. For a long time, I didn't give it the attention that I should have um, and and I had to stop that because it, it's not it's not a good thing to practice. It's not a good habit habitually if you're if you're able to ignore the thing that you're doing while you're doing it, it becomes it becomes a thing that you practice elsewhere i mean there's there's ideas that how you do anything is how you do everything i don't I don't know if I really subscribe to that, but that's real. In a lot of cases, if you are half-assed in one thing, chances are it's how you operate. Right. Um, And especially if it's because I don't like this thing. Well, most things we don't like, then we're gonna half-ass it. So I, I I just, I try to be present. And all you have to do is be intentional. When you, if you decide you're gonna do something, then do it. Like that. Leave it at that. Don't don't make it anything more or less than it is. Just do it. If you decide you're gonna sit down and write a book, turn everything else off and just write your book. You know what I mean? Like, and I, like this, we, we decided we're going to sit here and do this. Nothing else really matters now. Even though you're supposed to be running around later on, we're going to let this run its course and do what it has to do. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not giving it the attention that, that it deserves. It's not going to reach its full potential. It's not going to be what it should be. It's going to be some half-assed attempt. And then there's going to be people who are going to have way more grapes than you pronouncing your P's way too hard. It's going to be like, why am I listening to this? You know what I mean? Why should I give this the attention? Y'all didn't. So that that's kind of how I deal with it.
0: Time, the rest of your time. Cause you, something else that you would say that would stress me out at first. And I'll be honest, or concern me a little bit in the in the beginning of our friendship was that you would say like, I would I'd say, oh well, am I gonna can I can we hang out? Da-da-da-da-da. Can we do this this day? Are you gonna be around? You're like, if I'm still alive. And and I would be like, what in the morbid? And it would no. stress me out. But I'm realizing now from you that you truly, I wrote down what you said, you renegotiate the, your lease on life because mm. it is leased. And you talk about how often how this body is just a body, like yeah. you're the soul and it's not guaranteed that you're here.
1: You know, we, we make so much of our will and our our, our free will you okay. Whatever that is that you, you gave me that Yerba might take. It's
0: making you belch.
1: Tricky. You, don't try to don't try to put me in anyway. Um it's tricky. Like we make a lot out of our free will, but like think about all the things that have to really come into play for us to exercise our free will. Just the the things that that we're doing that we have nothing to do with. You're we're breathing and we can intentionally breathe, but that's gonna happen whether you mm-hmm. and it's something that's an automated Uh, Workflow of the body, growing your skin cells, growing your bones, growing all the repairing yourself. We have no idea how to do that. We have none. My brother had a stroke, had to relearn how to walk and all this other stuff, and you have to relearn how to talk. All these things, you can't hit a button and be like, "Okay, now fix this." Mm -hmm. And so that's just internally. What to speak of the external things? We uh, this thing is a floating rock, and we don't know what gravity is, but it's keeping us going around in the sun and it's a ball that the water is like 75 percent it's just a whole lot of stuff that have to come into play a drunk driver doesn't crash into us a plane doesn't fall out of the sky if we really focused on what's really going on this this whole thing is terrifying it's a terrifying situation um and and not to think of other people and how they utilize their free will but just in general it's just i don't know the the architectural integrity of this building, but we're sitting here like it's going to be fine. So we dismiss all those other things so we can focus on ourselves. And then when you come to terms with what really has to happen for you to just be intentional or to, to utilize your free will, you get to a point where you're like, Yo, yeah, I might not be here tomorrow. And then that changes how, how we prepare. If you know your test is coming at the end of the day, if you knew you were scheduled for a heart attack on Tuesday morning, you utilize the time differently between today and Monday and... You Which tell is your why I you think you're them. so present. Yeah, because I wasn't planning. It was June 15th. Speaking of time, it was 1152. No, I'm sorry. It was 152 on June 15th. And my I had a watch on that stopped.
0: You had a Rolex on. I
1: had a watch on that stopped. <laughs> and and it, it, it stuck on that, that time.
0: And you still and have it yeah, all scratched up. It, it's
1: better now. Yeah, because first of all, we're measuring. Rolex is not whatever kind of watch that was. Is a good um, timepiece anyway. Digital is way more accurate, but accurate to what? We're counting this thing that moves in cycles and it keeps on going around anyway. And so I was just thinking about that. Like, yeah, this is interesting. You pay a lot of money to measure this time that you don't even have. Mm. You know what I mean? Like this is crazy. So I kept it. I think it's way better now as a as a as a reminder that you don't have time. You know what I mean? It, it goes it does what it wants to do. But um yeah, I, I I I'm fully aware that like I wasn't I wasn't intending on being hit by a car. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and when we're, we're never intending on it. Sometimes we get lucky and then you tell us like you have six months to live. So you live more intentionally. But you don't know. And if we look at it like we don't know then we live a little bit more differently and that doesn't mean you have to be serious all the time that means that you actually are present which could mean you're you're happier which could mean that like a lot of people who are who are suffer with depression tell me I can't do that because it's not it, it's going to send me into a spiral and I'm like you're already spiraling we're already spiraling and I I, I understand the the de- de- depressed mindset um but I don't shy away from that conversation because I really feel like we, if we can acknowledge it, we can acknowledge that we are here for a limited time. It changes how we use that, that uh, opportunity. Yeah, so I, I, I'm big on, like, I don't know if I'm gonna be here tomorrow. You don't know if you're gonna be here tomorrow. We don't know if we're gonna walk outside. And just, there's the, Some people that I know have just passed away recently and tweeted on the day of or the day before, like, thank God. For another day, or see y'all tomorrow, or something like that. How do you know? You know can, can you guarantee it? You can't. So we have now, and we're present. And then you utilize that for for w- what it is that you you really know that you should be doing. I think we know intrinsically that what we should be doing. You don't think so?
0: No, I, I don't have anything else to offer. I think like you just summed it up. Really, I'm sitting here and I. Often when you talk I'm just quiet and I think that you think that I'm I'm not listening Ignore or me. something. Really, I saw the, you do that
1: to Shanti in the episode. You was like
0: No, I know. I would I was <laughs> ridiculously tired. But I, I I'm I'm taking it in and I'm reflecting on my own life and I'm thinking about some of the things that my mother has shared with me this weekend, the realizations were this past month rather, the realizations that she's had and I'm hoping that she, you know, puts things into into practice, but I I have to say a couple things, and then we have rapid fire questions you have to do. But I have to say, seriously, black is king. You are just a brilliant mind. You you are my one of my favorite humans, one of my favorite artists. You are such a thoughtful leader. I I am hard headed. Hey, the mic. I am hard headed. I Shanti has beats tried to beat things into me to get me to listen to her about rest and all this shit. And now I'm regurgitating it back there. And she's like, bitch, I said this to you ten years ago. Shanti's kind of profound. She got a, she, she is. Got a, this, she is. Her, her history
1: is popping.
0: Oh, you hype. But what I'm saying is for whatever reason, the way that you are able to penetrate my thick skull and help me live more urgently and more fully is it I am so grateful that you eat, that for whatever reason you saw something in me and decided to help. Cause it really is a labor of love sometimes. I don't know.
1: Let me, let me say something though.
0: It's a labor of love over no, here. Let me sometimes. say
1: something. <laughs> I, I think that you are one of my you're one of my favorite people, but it's because of the way that you look at do you, the way that you appreciate people you're and my things. Focus. Hold on, because you're not gonna. I can't hear you talking about me. I don't like it. But I'm truly appreciative of you and everybody who's who's in our friend circle says the same thing. It's a very um, the way that you are able to appreciate people is is phenomenal. And then what happens though? What I see though is you're very critical. When it comes to you, I think that for whatever reason, like I, I'm pushing you to sing more. I think that you have this way about you that when you express your art, which pod this this podcast is an art, um, it's amazing, and I think it's the the way that you look at the world in the the wabi sabi kind of way. It's a it's a it's brilliant, and I think that that's for my that's that's the kind of the way that I approach photography. And so when I saw it, I was like, "But how do you not? How do you not extend that to yourself?" And I think that that's that for me. That's a huge um, that's a huge part of I think why we're here, why we express our art, so that somebody else who's going through something might be able to be like, "Oh, yeah, that's how I feel." I'm I'm glad it was expressed in that way. Maybe I didn't have the words or the song, or or I didn't have the however we express our, I didn't have that in me to to say what I felt, but somebody else is here. Because we realize it's a solo mission. And so somehow, when we have that camaraderie, it feels like, yo, know, I'm not alone, it makes me deal with this a little bit better. But that, to me, that's huge, it's huge. And so that, I appreciate you, I truly appreciate you. And I think, I think all your friends do, even at your birthday party where everybody was crying, um, we all get it, we all get it but I think we should feel that way about everybody that we, we spend time with because time is super precious and if you're spending your time with people you, you don't feel that way about either fix that the way you feel about them because everybody can be dope again, wabi-sabi, or it could be like you need to get away from them because if they're taking time away from you then you need to really understand the importance of time
0: I receive that and I thank you for your time thank you for your time
1: I don't
0: about these rapid fire questions though. Rapid fire questions In the spirit the of Shanti, she would not she would not forgive me if I didn't ask you these questions I'm now. The fifth. F- All right. F- are you ready? No. Rapid fire questions go a little something like this. There are two either-ors. You need to pick It's not a binary or.
1: world. We we need to understand Listen, that
0: there's. There are two either ors. You to pick, either or. You have two seconds to pick. Rapid fire. You can't explain your rationale. You just say it with your chest, and then I we move on. Are you ready? Are you ready?
1: I'm not agreeing to it.
0: Okay, Malcolm or Martin. Malcolm. Well, wow. generational wealth or familial happiness.
1: Familial happiness. Jay or Nas. Okay. Don't,
0: <laughs> Palestine or Israel. I plead the. In the light or in the dark. Both, Prince. Or, that wait, did you hear the rules? Because I don't think Duality's you already a thing. you already pledged. Duality is a thing, and you already duality is a thing. All right. I'm,
1: you know what? I'll come Prince back
0: to Prince or Michael. That. Prince or Michael? Come on, quickly. Prince, say it with a, with a louder.
1: Yes.
0: Sweet or savory? Savory. Trader Joe's or Whole Foods?
1: Mm. Whole Foods.
0: Voodoo or brown sugar? <sighs> Brown sugar. Family or career? Family. Seat at the table or lemonade?
1: Seat at the table.
0: Nikki or Cardi?
1: I plead the fifth.
0: Evolution or creationism? Wow. Both. What the, you're not? Because evolution is included it's, in creationism. upsetting me. No, because evolution. Jalaf or rice and peas? I don't
1: do, I don't eat those foods.
0: You're right, my <laughs> monk. Um, oh, I can't ask you sexual questions. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. It. Black is a monk, so that's yeah, inappropriate. Yeah, inappropriate. Well, I would have asked missionary or doggy style or protection Un- inappropriate. or pull out. Inappropriate. inappropriate. Is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it what Mike? Is it? Come on, you're ruining this.
1: Is it? Which one is it? Love Nas. Jones
0: or Jason's lyric?
1: Love Jones because that Lauren Hill Sir song. Sir or Rumi? Rumi's a good name.
0: Lisa Bonet or Nia Long?
1: Lisa Bonet. Mm-hmm.
0: Bell Hooks or Audre Lorde?
1: Bell Hooks. Audrey Lord? Dogs. Audrey. Dogs. Who?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say? Oh, who, I get it. Why? Okay, ready. Wait, I lost my place. (laughs) Why are you stressing me? You know who they are. Make your lady a plate or have her get her own.
1: Get, no, make your lady a plate.
0: 9-11. Inside job or terrorist attack?
1: I don't talk about these things.
0: Rihanna or Beyonce? You're so annoying. Rihanna. You're ruining this. Biggie or Pac?
1: Notorious B.I.G. Of course. Notorious.
0: Erica or Jill?
1: Jill. Erica. Erica.
0: Brandy or Monica?
1: Right.
0: Okay, read a book or watch the movie.
1: Read a book. Then
0: read a it. book or YouTube University. YouTube
4: University. I know that's <laughs>
0: right. I was thinking like, wait, <laughs> you be running down them damn conspiracy thing every other no, day. No, no, I'm no, like, no. What no. are you watching? No, but you know why? You know why? Because in the- <laughs> no, you can't explain it. You love YouTube University. You go, you spiral, baby. <laughs> This is the conspiracy theory. I thought, are you explaining?
1: No explaining.
0: Okay, you're right, you're right. All right. Uh, hum, hum. Sundress or sweatpants?
1: I like to wear my sundress.
0: No, it's not. It's just... Sweatpants. Toni Morrison or Alice Walker?
1: Toni Morrison. Toni Morrison. Who? Oh,
0: you don't eat chicken. Flats or drums. You never even had the flush. Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Travel back in time or travel forward in time? Stay present. Oh, God, I hate you. Buy stocks or buy flights? Stocks. Oh. Prove your point or pray for peace? You want to prove your motherfucking point?
1: I just pray for peace as I prove my point. I pray (laughs) that you understand.
0: All this monk shit? And the way I'd never see nobody argue the way you argue.
1: I just, I I seek for understanding. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Fun in your twenties? Oh, this is where we're aging ourselves. Fun in your twenties or wisdom of your thirties? Thirties.
1: I'm a twenty-eight. I don't know. You right? I don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, what the thirties would be. Wisdom in your thirties? Can I just there say ain't something? I'm about to say. We stuck or stupid? Yeah. Let's fun in your thirties. You don't get wise till later on.
0: When do we get wise?
1: You gotta live a little bit. Do
0: you feel like I'm a little wise? Absolutely. Oh, that's. I nice. think
1: you've lived longer than most people.
0: It's trauma, baby. It's trauma. Shout out to trauma. Shout out to pain. Yeah. Sometimes we need it. All right. And finally, love and light or money and dicks? <laughs> I wish you could see your... Answer it. That's our state or... Uh, our love, love and light love and, and money and, you and, and need clits. To... Love and I... light and
1: you need to... <laughs> do better.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Nah, nah. Love and light, but also... Yeah.
0: Also what? I'm not judging you. You are. All right. Well, I am so grateful that you joined us on the Around the Way Curls podcast. I wish Shanti was here because she would have really been excited to talk. I don't know why like I've been
1: asking to come on this podcast for. He has not. I have for, asked him
0: numerous times, and he says years. I don't show my face. I'll do it, but I'm not going to be on camera. I'll do asking, it, but I, I, I like, want I a voice changer. I'll do it, I'll do it <laughs> but he, <laughs> you had all these requests, and I said I can't, me can't, I don't know what possessed you to do this. I feel like we're gonna be mad later, but this was great, right? We were appropriate. Yeah. I no, didn't do anything that was... It was great.
1: I, I enjoyed it. We didn't thank even you for do pop time. culture. No, thank you for your time.
0: All right. Okay. I never know how to end it. Do you want to lead us in an around-the-way affirmation? Oh, oh, my God. Do you know that Shanti does that? No, but that's But they dope. like hood ones.
1: No, I can't. I, All but right. I will Give us a
0: real one. Give us a, um, a, the I think new
1: black. That we, I think that we need to really focus on uh, embracing being perfectly imperfect. This is what I was talking about with you with your wabi-sabi. That concept is amazing. I think that you should really, we should all try to embody that and just know that there's such beauty in nature and like the the, the duality of us being who we are and accepting that. You don't have to change anything. We can just really appreciate it. And then once you start living like that and you just love it, you got everything. And with
0: that, we are out.
3: You have just heard an Around Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Curls. We out early! <laughs> Very good.